Good morning. Welcome to yet another edition of 22. This is Thursday, February 14th, and happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers out there. Um, Happy 90th anniversary to the most important event in Valentine's history, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That's right, 90 years ago today, Al Capone lined up seven members or nine members of a rival gang pull their guts with lead. Al Capone Al Capone had guys that were posing as cops go into this Northside gang's uh, warehouse or hideout or whatever it was. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what the parlance of the times were as far as um, 1920s Chicago, but Um, posed as cops, they went in, they lined up against the wall like they were going to pat them down or whatever, and then they just fired off these AKs or whatever, these machine guns. AKs were a little later, right? I'm not much of a gun nut. Um, but yeah, just started, these Tommy guns, there you go. Just started firing these Tommy guns into them, wiped them out. That's yeah, a good way to handle things. The old Trojan horse, uh, Chicago style. Happy anniversary, Al Capone. Uh, yeah, what a stupid goddamn body. I'm not going to sit here and talk about how stupid it is, but, I mean, all the... Here's the thing. Like, my wife and I, neither of us are very fond of Valentine's Day, okay? She doesn't expect or want much from me. And I, I'll do, like, chocolates and whatever, maybe a flower or something. You know, it's nothing... Spectacular. I'm not trying to... I'm, she already fucking married me. What am I trying to do here? Um, but even still, even with the lack of pressure, there, there's just... I, I still get anxious about it. Like, what if it, what if this year she she decides to be like, why well, you didn't get me shit for Valentine's Day? What if this is the fucking year? So, I, I can't wait for it to be fucking over. Really, it's such a stupid fucking day. We should we should abolish it immediately. Immediately. There's probably we could probably talk about this with the feminists, because you know I don't see there's not really a day where the women got to clamor for the men. All right, if you want everything even, I don't want to be one of these like hacky comedians here. If you want everything to be even. But you could probably get some backing for that. Oof, you hear that? If you hit the gas a little too quickly on this car, you get you get that old uh, that wind-up car sound. That, that high-pitched engine whizzing. Can't be good. Um... So yeah, tonight, I mean, we don't have anything really planned. Plus, we have two kids. So how romantic can it get? Two kids. But you want to do something nice with the kitties, right? So we'll have a nice dinner or whatever at home. Uh, I don't know. I'm, look, it's fucking Valentine's Day. Give me the day off. You want, you want me to go crazy? Give me the day off. I'm a romantic. I'm romantic enough. I don't need, I don't, I don't need, you know, uh, maybe I'm not romantic enough. <laughs> maybe... <laughs> Maybe I'm making my own case here. 
But I mean, we do nice things throughout the year, right? And I'm just, I'm still paying off fucking Christmas. And also, you got to throw Valentine's Day at me. I just got over the entire month of December. Is pressure to deliver and have a good Christmas. As soon as we get over that, we get a month off, and all of a sudden, hey, Valentine's Day is in a week. Oh, fuck yourself, Valentine's Day. Same Valentine. St. Valentine's a fucking demon, if you ask me. Yeah, what side of the aisle are you from? This is not a heavenly day. Tell you that much. What the fuck is that noise? Something's in something and banging up against something. I think I know what it is. Let's see if we can't. Let's see if... I don't think that was it. Without fail, I catch this goddamn light. Um... So that's it. I'm excited for Valentine's Day, as you can tell. And there's been times when I've gone out and done a little bit extra, right? If I was home or had time, and I would do strawberries with the chocolate, and I would do... And I make that shit. I'm not buying no Sherry's Berries. It's not, it's, not, it's not hard to buy strawberries and melt a bunch of chocolate on it. It's not. It's easy, actually. How much does Sherry's Berries rape you for? Fuck that shit. Go out and buy some some raspberry, some raspberries, some strawberries. You can do raspberries too. You can do pineapple. Whatever. I don't like pineapple with the chocolate. You could do it though. You know, do it with an Oreo cookie. Oh, baby. You melt some chocolate. You coat an Oreo with it. That in an hour or in twenty minutes, when that chocolate hardens up, oh man, that is there is nothing quite like a double stuffed Oreo coated in chocolate. Now you're talking my language. You know what? I've been eating those. <laughs> I've been eating the uh, the golden Oreos. I think that's my next project. The double stuffed golden Oreos are so fucking good. They're so good. Wow. <laughs> I bet I treat Valentine's Day like I treat golden Oreo cookies. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, the um, I this. The soap opera, the love... It's not even a triangle. It's like a love uh, octagon in Denver continues. Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco. None of these none of these quarterbacks, well, not, not including Flacco, have been able to keep the man happy up there. John Elway. Uh, his... his uh, it's, it's boggling, mind-boggling to me, his quarterback history. How can this guy miss so badly, so often? As good as Elway was, what a, what an incredibly bad evaluator of talent at that position. And it's easy to pile it all on Elway. I know it's not just him, but I mean, when Elway's at the top of the list, this is his team. And Brock Osweiler, and that comes back. As soon as Kyler Murray um, 
declare for the draft that comes out that he doesn't fit the Giants' profile. Because he's not tall enough. Because that's... I guess the Giants have had the same scouting for quarterbacks for 100 years. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray just doesn't fall into that. But haven't we learned? Haven't we learned if you have a quarterback, it's worth making the team around the quarterback and not trying to find a quarterback to fit your team? I mean, if you have Cam Newton, you're not going to be you're not going to be running the same offense as you know. It's not going to be the same West Coast offense that Joe Montana was running. Because you could utilize his legs here and there. Now, maybe that's not the best thing for a quarterback long term. We've figured we've kind of figured that out recently. You get put, you put yourself in a dangerous position. You're going to get cracked a bunch of times. And I think Cam's lost a couple years of his career because of it. After that Super Bowl and then that Thursday night football game, uh, the opener of the next year, Cam got you know it's Cam. Cam puts himself and a lot of it. It wasn't him scrambling the whole time. A lot of it was the defense. Um, but when you take away that running game, it, you know I'm not saying it, I think Cam's a pretty good quarterback without the running game. I love this guy. Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go, man? I got people ahead of me too. You dummy. Come on, maybe maybe over here you can fucking pass me. Maybe here you can pass me. Shithead. Where are you gonna go? If ever there's a candidate. Uh, for dumbass of the year. So there's a line of people on the left, and they try and swing to the right, and then there's a million people on the right blocking them. And I'm going as fast as I can go with what I can do. If I go any faster, I'm going to be in this uh, Mazda 6's trunk. I can't do that. So Joe Flacco goes to Denver, taking the reins. I mean... I guess they were interested in Foles, but decided to go with Flacco. I don't know. I'm not sure what. I know Foles has the, had the option, but then the Eagles could franchise him. So I'm not sure if that ever settled itself. And if it did, I never saw anything. I never read anything about it. Um, but I'm I, I'm really not sure how you wouldn't take Foles over if you had the option. Foles over Flacco. Flacco's older. Alright, you fucking dumb nuts. You don't want to go? I'm going to go. You had the opportunity. You dumb shit. I, and that's even better, man. He had an opening. I let it... I swung I swung for him. Gave him the chance to go. Nothing. Um... What are we expecting from Flacco? I just he just lost his job. He's lost his job. He lost his faith in his team and Baltimore to the point where to the point where they, they couldn't there was rumblings about him coming in the second half of their playoff game and they, and, they, and they didn't. And they didn't even bother going to him. He was done. He was toast. I don't understand I don't understand taking the chance on a quarterback of his age. For the amount of money he's supposed to be getting paid, this this seems like a completely bonehead move, and it's going to be another bad year in Denver.
Go fuck yourself, man. Go fuck yourself. You fucking piece of shit. You don't fucking see me up here? Can't just swing open like that, man. Go fuck yourself, you dumbass. Yeah, I'd be miserable too if I if I grew a beard and looked like that. Fucking asshole. One sex next to a plane on you. Fuck. That was a terrorist joke. He he looked like a terrorist. He was fucking mean mean mugging me. By a fucking reason. What an asshole. Selective speeding though. I don't get it. He was going 80. All of a sudden he was going 40. And now he's going 80 again. Places to be. Uh, other big news yesterday. I guess um, this Breaking Bad sequel is a go. I'll be honest man. When I first watched Breaking Bad. I was not a big Pinkman fan. And this movie is going to revolve around Pinkman. We all love Pinkman now. Because he grew up a little bit. You know, he wasn't the same shithead at the beginning of the series as he was at the end. We were all rooting for him to get away at the end, and he did. And now everything revolves around Pinkman. So Saul Goodman gets his Breaking Bad spinoff prequel. Now Pinkman gets his Breaking Bad spinoff sequel. And, I mean... And it's going on Netflix. It's going to premiere on Netflix. Um, I'm not sure when. I didn't see how it gets next year. But it just it go it goes to the credit of Vince Gill Vince Gilligan, that's his name. Um, creator. The fact that you know, I mean you in the past if you were to do these prequels and sequels would be a disaster and Better Call Saul is so fucking good I think we trust like I never want to see more Pinkman but and what could he possibly be doing if I'm Jesse Pinkman I'm driving out of there and I'm never I'm never doing anything dangerous again I'm not exactly sure where I'm going get on an airplane I'm going someplace tropical, and I'm tending bar. I'm I'm turning into Tom Cruise and cocktail. That's it. So I'm not sure where they would take the story, but um, watched the Nets and Cavaliers last night. It's the last game before the All Star break. Uh, triple overtime game. I beforehand I taped uh, my latest episode of The Sopranos. Uh, the Untouchables featuring The Sopranos. Touched on episode four of the first season, The Meadowlands. Um, check that out. It's available now. Finally put in some theme music for it. Uh, for shit's sake, everybody slamming their goddamn brakes. Um, but yeah, so Nets and Cavaliers. Just, it, it was seemed destined to be this I mean the Nets came out they weren't flat but they weren't the Cavaliers you should kind of run all over even a team like you know you think I'm joking about the Nets but they're very good this year they got Karis LeVert back um, no Dim, no Spencer Dimwitty last night but so the, the Nets hung, the, the Cavs hung with them and the Nets I would say the Nets hung with them because they were down early 
Uh, the Cavs are a scrappy team. They don't. They're not going to give up. They're going to play hard. They're going to try and they're going to try and upset you. You know, and the Nets probably should have lost that game a couple times. Damari Carroll in the second overtime. The Nets are down three. Well, first they were tied in the, at the end of the first overtime. They ran a ter- this awful play. Got broken up. Had a bad shot. Two seconds left. No chance to win it. Down three at the end of the second overtime. Down three. Oh, I can't remember the kid who came out. This kid had back-to-back threes for the Cavs and then fouled out a next possession. I mean, they're playing their asses off, the Cavaliers. And unfortunately, I don't know any of their names. don't remember any of their names except for Deladova and Nwande. Uh, Nwande was good. Um, Demario Carroll gets the inbounds pass. They run a play around him. And then he takes a dribble, like a hop-step dribble behind the arc, drills a three falling down to tie it up to go to third overtime. And at that point, I kind of felt like they were going to win. And then what happened in the third overtime, uh, D'Angelo Russell had struggled the entire game. I mean, he just wasn't hitting the shots. Comes down, goes six for six in the OT, a couple threes, put it away, and they win, hit their free throws down in the stretch and put it away. And they go in with a thrilling victory. Against, uh, like I said, you got to beat those teams. You're the Nets. If you want to prove that you belong with the big boys, you know. After the trade deadline, everybody's talking about Toronto and Milwaukee, um, and everybody else in the East except for the Nets. And I think that's fine. I think that's exactly where they want to be. Surprise teams. They just took, they just took Toronto to the edge. They didn't come out. They could have very well come out last night and said, "We have one more game for the All Star break. We just, we just went toe to toe with the best team in the, or one of the best teams in the East." You know, let's, let's, just, let's just cruise here. And maybe they had a little bit of that mentality, but when it was winning time, they, uh, they found a way. So you got to give them credit there. And, of course, today, biggest news that we can talk about, the most important news we can talk about today is the Yankees, pitchers and catchers are reporting. And we can, we can rejoice. Baseball season is here. Yes Network, will, <laughs> I love the Yes Network during spring training because there's so much bad television. So, so it's just guys like warming up, spring training games, which is fine with me. I just like base, just to hear baseball. I'm not going to sit there and watch not, uh, six innings of a spring. I'm not going to watch two innings of a spring training game. But just to have it on and hear the sounds of baseball, um, it's good to have it back. Uh, so pitchers and catchers today, still some big names haven't signed. A lot of little names haven't signed. Over 100 free agents haven't signed. Uh, and I tell you the truth, I feel, I feel shitty about this because I hate siding with management, but some of these bad contracts cripple teams. I don't see why you'd want to give these players these 10-year contracts. Go out and earn it, man. Go out and earn it. That's what I don't get, man. If you think you deserve it so fucking much... Then in seven years, when the, this contract that you're going to sign or eight years is up, then they're going to want to resign you. It's bad business. Welcome to the Union Station. I'm taking so fucking personally. Verlander and Chris Bryant coming out. I heard the Yankees offered Matt Machado 220 million. Shut the fuck up. To quote uh, Junior Soprano, you're like the old woman with a Virginia ham under both arms, crying she doesn't have any bread. Just shut the fuck up and play, man. I'm not a shut the fuck up and play guy. 
But you're getting you're getting you're not getting peanuts as offers. I'm sorry, you're not getting the years you want, but fucking earn it. Those back years are brutal for for management and for fans. Trust me, I fucking seen it. The end of the A Rod contract was one of the most dis- disgusting things I've ever had to deal with for like three years. Suspension. I gotta go because train. Um, have a great fucking day. Check out the Sopranos, the Untouchables episode posted last night. Have a great fucking day. Thanks for listening. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you soon.